0: Welcome to EYE the Evan Yearwood Experience podcast. This is the first episode and I want to kick it off by introducing myself. My name is Evan Yearwood. I live here in New York City and I'm just a regular guy. I'm just somebody that thinks that has big goals, that wants to live a great life. Very personable and I was re- I was born in Brooklyn. I was raised in Queens, but I like to consider myself a New Yorker, right? I'm I'm a thoroughbred New Yorker, especially when I'm behind the wheel of a car. I mean, when I when I'm on the street, I am a regular civilian, but for some reason whenever I get behind the wheel, I just turn into a complete savage. I'm just a complete savage, the the type of guy that doesn't care if your grandma wants to come into my lane, I'm not letting her in, you know? You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. I let grandmas in. Just not New Jersey plates. I do not let New Jersey plates anytime I see a New Jersey plate, I'm trying to run them off the road, literally. Totally kidding. Maybe not a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, in this podcast I'd like to talk about experience that I had in Columbia and a lesson that I learned that really impacted my hustle when I <clears throat> excuse me, when I came back to the States. One of the things that I noticed, and if you've ever been to Colombia or Mexico, um, I don't know if it's the case for Mexico, but in Colombia, people hustle out there. People work very hard. There is no such thing as, I don't have a job. People make their own jobs. There is seven different types of salesmen as soon as you get off the plane that are trying to sell you hats, cigars, condoms women all different types of things snacks uh kids are trying to you know ask you for money there is nobody afraid to ask you and they're, they're very aggressive and they don't they don't stop whenever they're whenever they see you they know that you're a gringo they know that you're from the states they don't stop trying to get your attention to buy their product and i mean of course why would they You know what I mean? I mean, $5 to us could go a really long way um, in their pockets. And they know that we have it. And, you know, why not be persistent? But the key is the level of persistence that they have. And I couldn't help thinking after I came back from my trip. If I apply this type of persistence that they have to anything else in my business, whether working out, my business, or anything, I would be a, a billionaire probably. And let me give an example of a scenario that I encountered with them being just extremely persistent the street merchants. So I have a bottle of water, right? And I'm walking down the street, and there'll be five guys on the same street, all lined up, right? Spread across the street. They're all selling the water. The first guy sees me. He's like he, he basically I'm not going to try and speak Spanish cuz I can't but he'll basically be like you do you want some water and I'll be like no I'm good I got water. The next guy will ask me do you, hey you want some water I got water. The, I'm good. I got water. The third guy he asked me if I want some water. I'm like bro. A yo soy uh, or yo tengo agua or no gracias. Whatever I said, okay? Respectfully. Bro, I'm good. No water. The fourth guy will ask me. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? So I just ignore him. And then the fifth guy who was watching me say no to all the other guys and just saw me ignore this person. The fourth person. He will And while I'm holding my water, will ask me if I want to buy water. And then when I say I have, he'll tell me, no, mine is different that is the level of persistence that they have when it comes to making it happen when it comes to doing what they got to do to feed their family you know what i mean even seeing somebody that already has the product that you have and still trying to sell them the product and then when they give you an objection overcoming that objection even though the what he said made total no sense. What do you mean yours is different? It's not different. It's literally water. But I'm just, you know, on on the on the plane ride home, I was just thinking, like, man, like and this wasn't just a one-off event. This was every day. I'm fending off merchants trying to sell me something. But I'm thinking on the plane ride back, like, man, this is this is the type of hustle that I need to apply to my business. Imagine I did not care if they, people said no to me, right? And I think I'm, I'm a pretty bold person. I think I'm okay with dealing with rejection. I'm not the best, but imagine I just had, I, was, I had no Fs to give about people saying no. I think it would transform my life. I mean, just imagine not caring about people ever saying no. You know and just doing what you got to do there's a saying that persistence breaks down resistance and i got another story for me being in Colombia. um i'm on a beach i'm probably going to sound really really rich totally not rich but i'm on an all-day boat tour we're going to four or five different islands and like uh Halfway through the all-day boat tour, we get to this island, and they have a whole bunch of food set up for us, and um it's nice. So after I finish eating, there's people that massage and selling all different types of stuff come and try to talk to us, and I'm already so conditioned for saying no. I probably already said no like three thousand times in the last four days, um, but uh, yeah, I'm like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. But I really want to jet ski. And while I'm negotiating the jet ski price, one of the guys comes up to me and shows me a bunch of beads. And I'm like, hey, I'm okay. Like, I don't need any beads. And he's like, okay, it's all right. But he had this swagger about him. Like, he was just cool and just, you know, like, yeah, man, no problem. Like, yo. And then he was asking me questions about where I was from. I was like, where you from, man? And he could speak kind of good English. I was like, oh, I'm from New York. He was like, oh, New York is cool. Da, da, blah, blah, blah. Cool. By the way, in Colombia, there's these kids that are like 14, 15 years old, and they run around speaking. They're rapping, like they got a beatbox thing on there. If you've been to Colombia, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're like rapping to you, like. <speaking in Spanish> Please do not attack me for that horrendously horrible Spanish. Uh, me trying to do Spanish rapping. Okay, I don't, I don't know any Spanish words, but basically they were rapping really fast. I don't know why I just mentioned that. I think I'm just reminiscing about my time at Columbia. But anyway, this guy, he was super cool, super chill. I was like, I'm okay, bro. I don't need any beads. I get on my jet ski, and then I'm having fun. I'm jet skiing. When I come back, he's still there, and he's talking to other people. So he sees me, and he's like, hey, bro, blah, blah, blah. Like, I see your shirt is all wet. Like, let me dry it for you. And basically, he's going out of his way to, to get to know me and make me feel comfortable. Meanwhile, I already told him, no, I already told him I don't want the beads that he's selling, but he's just going out of his way to just make me feel comfortable and tell me things about Columbia. So after me chilling and hanging out with the the people that we were with and then eating and stuff like that, um, and him every now and then coming back to like check on me, he finally was like, like again, Showing me his beads. Let me just show you how it works. Let me show you the different types. And you know, I could, I could put the beads together like this. And I'm like, ah, oh. all right, fine. I'll look at, I'll, I'll look at your beads. And he ended up selling me this bead that I paid eighty thousand pesos for. And uh, if you don't know how much that costs, fifty thousand pesos is fifteen dollars. So a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand pesos is thirty dollars. I paid eighty thousand pesos. So I paid about twenty-five dollars, something like that, for this bracelet. Mind you, that's a lot of money in Colombia. But why did I do it? Because this guy went above and beyond to sell me something that he made for me right in front of me, and then he lit, lit it on fire with a with a lighter and showed me, "Hey, listen, like it's not, it's gonna, it's not gonna melt or whatever." I don't know why he showed me that. I'm not gonna put my my arm in fire. I don't I don't really see what the point was, but I just appreciated the work ethic. So he he I was like, how much is it? I think he said like fifty thousand. I was like, bro, here, here's eighty thousand. I I actually still have pesos. And you might not be able to see this if you're listening to the audio version, but this is so this is a hundred thousand pesos right here, and this is hundred fifty thousand pesos. I keep it on my desk because I like to remember I like to keep other currencies. I got like some Bahama Bahama money. Bahama Jama money. But yeah, I I gave him extra more than what he asked for because he went above and beyond. And that just goes back to my point. Like just imagine I apply that work ethic here in the States. Like why don't other people work that hard like they do in other countries in the States? Right? And I think it very simply is just because we're just so used to having everything great. We got a great public transportation. We got free education. You know, our health care isn't free, but we got it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get a, a good city job with benefits, like you have amazing health health insurance. Okay, maybe you don't, but the basic necessities that we have here that we need here is covered. You know, like majority of people that are poor in our country have a car think about that the majority of poor people in our country have a car isn't that crazy so it's not to say that there aren't people that have a terrible life it's just i'm noticing that we don't have that whatever it takes mentality because we don't have we don't have to do whatever it takes Know like the people that I saw over there, they they have to. There's no job economy. Everybody has to make their own um, economy, their own market. Right? Doesn't matter how old they were, how young they were, male or female. Everybody's hustling. Everybody's selling water. Everybody's selling beer or or drugs or whatever whatever they're doing to get by. They're doing something. So I I really appreciate that. And to be honest, this just kind of inspired me to want to go to other countries want to see what other countries are like because they say that travel is the cure for prejudice and that's so true i mean that's a whole topic right there that i'd love to delve into about prejudice i think people really under misunderstand prejudice i know for a fact that everybody is prejudiced right it's not because you're maliciously racist it's just that that's the way your mind works your mind compartmentalizes everything so you don't have to be overloaded with a bunch of senses well what are you talking about evan what does that mean basically all right i'll give you an example so prejudice prejudge that's where prejudice comes from is when you prejudge somebody without an actual experience so if you think here's a just basic example of a black guy is a criminal because his skin is black, that's prejudice, right? Like you're prejudging some guy that you saw and you're making a conclusion based off of whatever experiences or thoughts or movies that you saw before. Are there black people that are criminals? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And is there a, a black image of what a black man might be, right? A, a criminal, like we see you know rappers and people glorifying drugs yeah so that plays into your thoughts about what a black person is in your mind so when you see them the prejudice comes through it's like think of prejudice like a filter i can only see through the filter so the stereotypes about black people that's blocking my view the stereotypes about white people are blocking my view but whoever hawaiian people uh Connecticut people, New Jersey people, like the jokes that I made earlier, right, is all blocking my view and is making me prejudge them. So why is travel the cure for prejudice? Because then you have actual experiences with people. Like, for example, I know people that are racist against white people, and they're black, right, and vice versa. But it's weird to say that because you can't be black, you can't be racist and black right but you can't right if you're prejudiced but then i also know black people that have white friends and they love white people right the key is is they've had actual experiences with that other people and i'm just using black and white just because everybody's already very familiar with that right but prejudice could be anything it could be women versus men Right. I, I know for a fact there is a lot of women that have a lot of prejudice toward men, prejudging men. Men are trash. Black men are trash. Right. Busted, dusty, you know, all over the place prejudice. Right. But until you have actual experiences that you accept, you know, I think that even raises a great point. I think you can have actual great experiences with somebody and still be prejudiced because you're not you're not accepting or believing what you're actually seeing. You're just believing the thoughts that are running up into your head. How did I get into talking about prejudice? I'm talking... I literally was supposed to be talking about my experience... Excuse me. Whoa. Literally supposed to be talking about my experience in Columbia. But I think that's very important for people to think about. Um, prejudice and how that shows up in your mentality. Everybody has prejudice, but the real key is to recognize what you're thinking and then not accept that right i can have my prejudices about anybody right just the fact that you're a stranger right there's some prejudice maybe you should you should have maybe i should have a prejudice against people i don't know right i don't trust you yet but the real key is just being conscious of what you're thinking and that filter that you're viewing people from and then constantly reevaluating That filter, like, is this real? Are women really all gold diggers? Do women really all have their high expectations? Right? Are men all just trying to take advantage of me or whatever women think most men have or whatever? You know, like, reevaluating your thoughts. And um, that's what I really look for whenever I vibe with somebody, with somebody that I resonate with. They just have that ability to be conscious, to be aware of like their thoughts and what they believe and to be able to reevaluate that person. I think that's the mark of an intelligent person. One of my favorite business philosophers says, don't ever miss anything. Don't ever miss an experience, right? Feel everything, hear everything, see everything. And what this experience, live from all of these different experiences. And for me being in Colombia, seeing how people in Colombia live, and that giving me such a massive perspective on the type of hustle some people on this planet have toward their work, right? It's so important to get preconceived notions out of your head or put some new ideas in your head. Right, I can see why that's so powerful. Hear everything, see everything, listen to everything. Don't ever miss an experience. Don't ever don't ever miss that show that you could have gone to. Don't ever miss the opportunity to talk to that person because you just never know. And maybe it's your prejudice that's stopping you from taking action. Now, I don't want to I don't want people to think I'm trying to call everybody prejudice, even though it's literally what I'm saying, because there's a lot of negative connotation to the word prejudice. But what I'm what I'm more so saying is that make a conscious, deliberate decision to be conscious and what you think about and what you believe. Right. Like adopt new beliefs, be open to new ways of thinking, new perspectives. Right? Do not prejudge everything. There is way more things out here that you don't know. In fact, there is an enormous amount of things that you don't even know that you don't even know. That you're absolutely ignorant. Like, think, like, just put your attention on that. Put your awareness on that for a second. All the things in this planet... And there is things that I don't even know that I don't even know. I was taught once that a lot of the time what stops you from being successful is not what you know or what you don't know. It's what you don't know you don't know. So I don't want to ramble here and go off, but uh, I want to just share that experience that I had in Columbia, the type of hustle that they have and just just point out like, you know, We live in a buffet-style restaurant called America where we can get up and get whatever we want. Any type of food we want, all we got to do is get up, go get the plate, do the work, put the food on our plate, and then eat. You know? Yes, we live. And yes, we have problems, political problems, racial problems, issues that are so deep they've been going on for hundreds of years. Yes. But even so, with that being said, whew. I could put a camera right in front of me that costs $1,000, a microphone, and then connect to the internet and broadcast my voice across the planet. You you, you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, even with all the BS, there's still a whole bunch of opportunity to go around. So, I want to spread some positive vibes out there. Never quit on yourself. Do what you want. Dream big. And work hard. Okay? Like my fellow Colombians. Like that fifth guy that was selling me that water, that even after me rejecting three other people and then ignoring the fourth guy, still had the gall to be like, nah, mine's different. You know what I mean? Tell the world you're different. I'm different. I don't care how many people you've seen that just walk by that look just like me, that do the same thing. I'm different because I said I'm different and say what's a belief. Like that guy said. Right? Now listen, I didn't buy the water but I'm sure he got somebody. (laughs) Take care, guys. This is EYE, the Evan with experience, and until next time.